There it is. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. This is your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yep, yep. Your other host is in the building. In the building. Get your popcorn ready. Ready. <laughs> I like my voice. I've been working on my voice lately. Oh, you no, see okay. That. Leave that word. Anyway, it it's all good. Leave hey, that word. It but th- right now, we're still talking about next year. That's what we're doing today. Yeah. Right? We're going to okay. talk about next year, projected first round in the 2023 NFL draft. Clark Phillips III is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Man, what's good? I appreciate y'all having me, man. So, uh, I appreciate yeah, you coming by, man. Taking off, you know, the workout schedule, the yeah, school yeah. schedule. You got a 4.0 in school? Nah, nah, you nah. Got a 3.99? Nah. I'm in business school, man. It's tough, man. I'm, I'm pulling the 3.2 right okay. now. Okay. Awesome. And I brag about it to my parents. I'm like, Mom, look. Look at my transcripts, you know. <laughs> it wasn't always like that in high school. So now I'm grateful that I could, you know, work and... You know, it ain't easy. I got three tutors just to pull that. So three point two is very respectable. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. But but with three tutors, that's still telling yourself, you know, I'm humble enough to right, make yeah. sure Facts. I got to work to get this three that's two. The truth. There's that's some the people truth. that got 4.0 and like, yo, but it's, it's easy, easy to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Easy, yeah. But that tells me something about this young guy right here. Character. That he's willing to put in Character. the work to yeah. eat, to have extra tutors. Yes. You got kids today; they have the access to them and, and still, still don't do it. Still don't get it. Like, you know I'm, I mean? I'm just going to keep this 2.4. Right. Yeah. So that's, that, that, that already <laughs> tells me something about this kid already. Very yeah. ambitious. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, he's looking to do some great things, not only on the field, off the field. Off the field as yeah. well. And, again, that's kind of why we're here today. You know, I know it's early in the process of getting ready for the NFL draft, but you're projected high next year. You're going into your junior season at Utah with yeah. the Utes. Yep. And, uh, again, playing corner, you know, again, a lot of things are going to happen this season as far as, okay, you're too short, too slow, too whatever. You're going to go up and down, right? Some yeah. people are going to say first, second, third round, whatever. Does it really matter where you go in the draft next year? Um, my goal has always been to, you know, be the first corner taken off the board. Okay. And so wherever that lands, we've seen, you know, quarterback slid this year, right? You right, know, yeah, yeah. first quarterback was taken super late. But my goal is to be the best corner of the class, man. And so I'm doing everything every single day to try and get there. So I guess to answer your question, it really don't matter. Everyone asks me as we get to this process, and I'm sure you all went through it. You know, you want to stay home or you want to go to a team in California. I'm like, whoever paying, man. We didn't have the luxury. Yeah, we want to know first. We were top. (laughs) Like you are. So that tells me, again, about your skill set, your ability, what you're expected to do. Going into this season, I know, like I said, we're talking about the draft. Yeah. Is that something that you feel like is going to be looming, you know, through your through through your head the entire season, or are you just going to focus on what you can control? And like I said, as we talked earlier before we got on the show, again, you're very cerebral. You're already telling me like, yo, you're walking around the locker room, you know, where where are my big guys at? Where are my linemen at? Because yeah. mm-hmm. those guys help you on the back end because if you got to be back there eight, ten seconds chasing mm-hmm. some guys around, Five that means seconds. those guys are not <laughs> doing what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> those big guys up front not doing what you're what they're doing. Yeah. And like I said, if you got you said I'm looking for some Polynesian. You're looking for those, <laughs> yeah. some polys. Some, yeah, some yeah. big guys to like really disrupt and, and create some havoc and create some early throws, yeah. uh some 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 bad throws to do what you do is obviously pick sixes, PBUs. Say, going into this season, is this something that that's going to be, like I said, looming through your head about projected, where you're going to be direct, uh, projected to be drafted, or you're just going to go in there, you set your, your personal goals, you got your team goals. Where's your mindset? So going into the season, man, good question. Like, the biggest thing for me is, like, I have, a, you know, a whole notebook full of notes and full mm-hmm. of goals that I, you know, want to accomplish in the spring. Mm-hmm. I, I divide everything in, in a section. So it's, awesome. it's spring, it's summer, and then it's fall camp. And then it's the season. So I've got goals that I aspire to, you know, to accomplish at the end of the season. For example, I want to be an All-American. 
Mm -hmm. not unanimous, all of that stuff. And then I want to be, you know, Thorpe Award winner. These are all, you know, goals that I believe that are reachable, that are mm -hmm. all projection, you know, based on where I can, you know, see myself going. And then I have just specific stat lines. Mm -hmm. I expect to have 10 picks, you know, mm -hmm. just different things. You know, I won't even say them all because, you know, if you were to say your goals, you know, before you did them, people would be like, you know. Supposed to sound crazy. Know, it's supposed sound to crazy. sound crazy. So I got the craziest <laughs> things in my notebook. Because you can you say know? it because that's called manifestation. That's the you know truth. I mean? That's the <laughs> truth. Manifestation, you know what I mean? So yeah. it doesn't matter. Like I said, those are your goals. Whatever you see fit that you feel like you can achieve, mm -hmm. uh, achieve then, hey, it can it can be achievable. Yeah. So, yeah, nah, so I'm just, you know, I have all of my goals set up and everything and, you know, what it looked like for me is I'm not focused on none of the outside noise, mm -hmm. you know, right. none of it. My goal, my goal is to just be better every single day. And at the end of the season, I want to look back and be like, I put some good stuff on film. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to see where it lands. Absolutely. You know? And so but I even was telling my parents, I'm like, you know, they get excited. Everyone gets excited throughout the process. And I'm like, none of that stuff, you know, right, I'm not right. hearing none of it. It's okay. exciting to look at every now and again. But I'm like, you know what? I got a whole nother season to play. Could be two more seasons, you know, right. if it's not looking the right way. So yep. I'm, I'm like, my focus is on this game, this receiver, right this, now. you know, and right now it's, yeah. you know, the summer. I'm focused on this next conditioning workout, June one, with the, with the team, with the facility. How mm -hmm. can I, you know, better myself in this area? So to mm -hmm. answer your question, yeah, we'll be, you know, focused on that stuff. But really, it's just gonna be in the season, in the moment. You know, yep. I find I play better when I, when it's that way. That's what's up. So, and again, you went to La Habra High School, yeah. right out here in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, one of my other uh, young fellas, Ryan Zanelli, played with you. Mm -hmm, that's Shout my out to, to Z, uh, Ryan Z, uh, QB. Um, and again, I know I got to see you when you were like sophomore, junior in high school, right? Mm -hmm. You were about five, six, five, seven. You had yeah. a, you grew like three, four inches over these last four or five years, which yeah. is great, you know. But tell some um, some kids out there who are going through the process now, like. I wish I would see a five, six time. But you know, because some kids out there, they, they get frustrated like, well, you know, I'm not ready today. Like these kids are in eighth and ninth grade. They think they're ready for the NFL draft. Like, you don't have to be ready for D1 today. You don't have to be ready for the NFL draft today. You have to continue to work and go through this process. So tell the, you know, the, through this process, the last four or five years, on the work that you've done to kind of get ready. And then you've created your own growth, if yeah. you will, you know, yeah. in the sport. You know, for, for me and my family, like, and I, you know, I mentioned earlier, just kind of, you know, separate everything into sections. That was something that my dad instilled in me, you know, just trying to make sure that every single spring, every single off season, there was a goal for every two weeks, every mm. month. The goal isn't just to, you know, so if, you know, the goal was down to, to get down to 4440 in high school, it wasn't like, okay, I'm coming from 4-7 to 4-4 in next week. It was right. like, okay, this 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 month we're gonna focus CP on, you know, building explosion. We gotta work on strength. I don't think you got the posterior change muscles that are gonna allow you to do that. Mm. Then it was flexibility. Mm. And then it was like, okay, now we gotta get the cardio right. When mm. it was in track season, it was the same way, trying to focus on different things to incrementally see gains. Mm -hmm. And so um, if I could encourage, you know, anybody that's going through the process or maybe even younger, I would just say, man, stay the course. And Focus on one thing at a time, you know, and then you're going to see, you know, big results. dividends, yeah, and results at the end. Absolutely. So, you know, another Cali uh, corner, Elias Ricks, is also projected to go high, your buddy, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So, again, you guys are two total different body types, right? He's 6'2", long, right? You're 5'10", 5'11". Mm -hmm. And so, again, the Eagles will want a certain body type, and yeah. the Bengals want another certain body type. So knowing that, does it frustrate you at all if Elias ends up going higher or taller corners go higher or you go higher, right? You understand it's not really up to you. It's kind yeah. of what they're looking for. Yeah, and uh, we understand, um, like, 
teams are going to like who they like, just right. like in the recruiting process, you know. I was, you know, me and Elias were both blessed to be super highly touted and super highly recruited. Mm -hmm. So even with that, we both had, what, 40, 50-plus offers. There mm -hmm. were still teams that would prefer, hey, I want the longer corner. There's teams that would prefer, hey, man, I want that guy because I can move him in the slot too. Mm -hmm. He can cover the Jalen Waddle. He can cover all those, you know, the guys like that. And so, you mm -hmm. know, I guess this is a preference, you know, game and, you know, whoever. I'm like, I tell people, whoever's going to come and pay, whoever gonna, whoever's going to mm -hmm. use me to the best of my skill set, you yes. know, and whoever's going to put me in a situation where I can, you know, because I wouldn't want to go to a team truthfully where, you know, I, you know, maybe they won't be fit. able to display my talents or I don't fit the scheme. Right. 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 What, what do you think is your best attribute as far as a corner, as far as a physical attribute, right? Mm -hmm. Press, physicality, route recognition. What do you think it is for you? Uh, I'm a cerebral player. I, I pride myself on studying a lot of film. So I usually know everything about the receiver, mm -hmm. um, everything about the formation, everything, every possibility before mm -hmm. the route, before the play. And mm -hmm. so... Um, I go in, I did all, my coach always was telling me, you know, when I first got into college, his biggest thing was like, take something to the party. You can't come to the club empty-handed. You can't come to the party empty-handed. <laughs> you got to bring know, something. You, you got to bring something. And so his right, biggest yeah. thing was, you know, we're watching film. When I was learning, I, I thought I knew how to watch film in high school, side note. But I didn't know how to watch no film. Got right. up into college and right. he like, this is what you're looking for. I'm like, wow. And who, I know showed, who showed you that? Coach Sharif Shaw. Okay. Yeah, there it is. So shout out we to spent, Coach Shaw. Yeah, Coach, shout out to Coach Shaw. You know, we spent hours and hours preparing for my first season, um, even in the off season, he like, you gotta take something to the party, son. You know, you may not see it. You may not see nothing that you brought. You know, mm -hmm. you may not see nothing, you know, that anybody else is gonna give you. He's like, but you gotta take something, bro. And so every single game preparing for it, you know, I'm always thinking, okay, what can I take to this formation? So what every time- think, What did you realize or, or notice that you thought you knew in high school and then you got to college that you thought you knew but you really didn't know. <laughs> Man, they wanted that film room. So I uh, was an early enrollee yep. um, in the college. And went and to so, Ohio State out of uh, high school here. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. So I was committed to Ohio State. Then I ended up going to Utah. And like my first week on campus in Utah, man, me and Coach Shaw, like while everybody was out, you know, trying to figure it out and everyone was trying to kind of get adjusted and moving in and stuff. I had, you know, bags of stuff inside of my dorm room. I didn't unpack, didn't nothing. I'm already mm -hmm. in a facility every single day watching film with Coach Shaw. He, you know, had got, wow. just got back from the Alamo Bowl game, and we were just sitting in there hours and hours every single day. You mm -hmm. know, some days we wouldn't, I wouldn't even eat breakfast. I'm just sitting up in there, Coach, where you at? He like, yeah, son, I just got, you know, I slept at the facility. <laughs> I need you, you here with me right, right now. now. You beat him to the facility, yeah, he yes, like, sir. son, I slept at the facility or whatever, because we was out late last night with the coaches doing whatever, just had mm -hmm. a dinner, and he like, where you at, son? He would come in there five minutes later and we'd be there the whole day, mm. you know? And mind awesome. you, this is the time where my parents were still getting used to it. They was, you know, out there for a little bit. Then they went back home. And so mm -hmm. then, of course, my mom is texting me like, what you doing? Like, how is college going? And, you know, I'm telling my mom, yeah, now nah, I'm having a good time. I'm, you know, I right. went out to <laughs> hang out with my friends because that's what parents want to hear. Okay, you're balancing. You're going out, having mm -hmm. a good time. You got school. And I'm, truthfully, the first month, I'm sitting in there every single day with Coach Shaw trying to discuss how wow. I'm going to get on this field. That's awesome. Oh, wow. And trying That's to understand crazy. everything. That's awesome. That's crazy. Because I'm like, Coach, I didn't come up here early to just not play. Right. Came up here. Many kids. 99% <laughs> of the kids Man. do not do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He, you talk about being head and shoulders above yeah. a lot of kids. Yeah. I mean, this, this is the, I, like, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to yeah. become a Utah U fan. I'm going to get you a jersey. Give him a jersey. You ain't hey, wearing a jersey. Hey, man. man. Hey, I'm, I'm about to get my popcorn ready. <laughs> I really, like, really want to yeah. see what this kid got. Yeah. I mean, like I said, just listening to you talk, I can tell the excitement in your voice. You're looking like he talks as if he's an offensive player. <laughs> like, listening to him talk, you would he think sound like one of us. Right, yeah. You would yeah. think he's an offensive player, but to have that type of 
mindset, especially yeah. on the defensive end. This is what coaches want. This is what Absolutely. they like. I mean, I can already, I already know, like him going to going through the draft process, and they have the interviews with the coaches. Yeah. This is one I guarantee you. We're gonna hear Mel Kiper and these guys I'm like, "Yo, just talking to him, he stands out." His you know what I mean? It, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna just pop off the chart. So, man, I appreciate. I know, that. man. I'm looking forward to 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 what you got going on. Just to kind of piggyback on what he's saying, uh, he asked you about, you know, what 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 skill sets? What do you feel like you bring to the table? Um, with that being said, like he mentioned, one of your homies, uh, Elijah. Elijah, Elias Ricks. Elias. Elias. Yeah. Do you have like? Do you know the top corners that are? Potentially projected yeah. as, as you are, and if and if you do, what do you feel like you offer different than those guys? Obviously, yeah, it's going to be predicated on what a team needs. Mm -hmm. But what is it about you and your skill set, and amongst your defensive, I guess, peers, defense DB peers, mm -hmm. that sets you apart? You know, good question. You know, I know like there's a you know pretty much a list that's pretty consistent with everyone's you know top guys in the 2023 class. I can think of you know guys like Keeley. I think about Ringo, you know Keeley Ringo, Ringo, Ringo at Georgia. Georgia. Um, he had a pick in the national championship. Yep. Um, I think about Elias. We've kind of been battling since the moment we stepped foot on high school grounds. Yep. You know, <laughs> it was always you know Clark and Elias everywhere that we went. We went to uh, short story. We went to Prime Twenty One, uh, the Deion Sanders camp. We mm -hmm. uh, both went down to Texas. I think it was Texas. Yeah, went down to yep. Texas and we both showed up and we basically shut down the whole camp. Mm -hmm. I end up there. getting the MVP, so Elias be listening to this. Bro. <laughs> but we go back hey, and forth. Hey, hey Rex, what's up? You nah, got the MVP. Going back and forth, man. But nah, he, we both went to camps, and you know, at times we both showed out. There was times where he, you know, took the crown, and times where I took the crown. You know, awesome. at the opening, he did a great job. We both did a great job. But you know, and so now nah, I think about guys like that. Um, think about uh, Keeley, um, mm -hmm. him, and then I also think about even guys that are in other situations. I think about Joey Porter. He's at Penn State. Yep. Another longer corner, and so you know, to answer your question, I feel like. I can differentiate myself by just the above the shoulders that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. The above the shoulders, me understanding, and then just like the grit and the toughness piece. Mm -hmm. I feel like at all times I'm the meanest on the field, mm -hmm. you know, the meanest, and mm -hmm. you know it's gonna be consistent. I'm gonna be the same dude can you every tackle? play. I mean, I know yeah. a lot of DBs they get they just like to get the the, the, yeah, the he IT. Go, he yeah. gonna put a hat on you. He gonna yeah, put man. a hat on you. Yeah, I wanna I wanna more than tackle. I wanna make you feel it every time. Okay. Okay. Because you know the receiver the next level is like 220, 225. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they bringing okay. it now. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. ain't no yeah. like no, they ain't no string beans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, not that you know bench is a big thing or you know all the weightlifting and stuff. But I noticed that a lot of guys don't do that at the combine, man. And so I'm like, dang, That's you true. know, I came in as a freshman doing a, a, a hell of a lot of weight, man. And, uh, mm -hmm. Testament to my dad and his and his, and his training program. Yeah. Made awesome. me just super mentally tough, made me super strong, you know, in the weight room That's and things. Awesome. And so awesome. I can't wait to show that. But Absolutely. at the same time, nah, man, I look I look forward to it. And I look I, I love, you know, going into the game and that's why I love going against bigger receivers. Cause I feel mm -hmm. like that's where I thrive. That's where I can be physical mm -hmm. and it ain't too much crying and you know, uh, why he pushing right, me. Right, right, right. We on the same level right. because hey, this is what I like to do. I like to, you know, kinda yeah. go at that. Man, guy. you I I've listened to you so many times, man, and you always reference your family. Uh, yeah. you got your dad here today. Clark what Phillips. Junior is in the yeah, building yeah, as yeah. well. <laughs> what, what, honestly, like you know that I, I man, it, it gives me chills to to hear you talk about your relationship with your dad. Like I didn't have that, you know, growing up. You know what I mean? And I have a son, so I try to uh, have somewhat of a relationship with him. Tell us a little about 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 your dad and, and what he means to you. Everything, man. Um, from the moment that I could remember, like early on in the process, my dad's always been the one that 
encourages, pushes, um, knows when to pull back, um, knows when to motivate, knows mm. when to be that soft, uh, be that soft word, a soft opinion. Mm, right, no, right. my dad has always had a, a, an incredible ability to read the situation. Mm. You know, when I can think about times where I was in high school, or you know, times when I was even in middle school, and he would see me, you know, and see I was working all these things, but he like, you know, something not right. And so I would get, you know, he'd come in my room, whether it was before I go to sleep and, or in the morning, mm -hmm. what's going on? How's everything going with life? And I know I'm like, dang, what am I, what am I, did, what did I do wrong? I'm like, <laughs> Why you in to, here? Trying to figure out what the, you know, what is, what's going yeah. on. And so, but my dad's ability, and I think it's from being in a corporate setting, um, mm -hmm. his ability to read the situation, to read, you know, emotion, gesture, all of that stuff was super special because mm -hmm. I, I just look at it that way because his ability to do that with me and my brother had, had to be completely different angles. Yeah, my personality is different from my brother. He's a little bit more laid back, little brother personality. More chill, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and me, I'm going to say how it is, and I'm more, you know, talkative. Me and my dad would talk for hours. You know, we right. talked on the way up here, what, 45 minutes the whole time. Yeah. You know, yeah. so wow. not yeah. one awesome. breath, not no take a breather. No. Right, right, right. <laughs> no dull moment in the car. Yeah, you know, and so, you know, to all in all, man, my dad has been super, you know, uh, I'm super grateful for him and, you know, awesome. super great throughout the process just because, like, he's developed me into the man I am today. And, I feel like some of the things I learned early on in the process, like just the ability to go to work and just work super hard, mm -hmm. uh, day in and day out, whatever that is. My dad has went from, at times, being in a, in, a, in a job setting where we were super, super comfortable to at times where like it wasn't, it wasn't the best situation, but we didn't notice it in the house. Right, right. Me and my brother didn't notice none of it. Nope. It was just like, I'm gonna go to work and I'm gonna do this and that, and we're gonna figure it out. And not one time did he ever put that stress on us mm. or that weight on us. And so yeah. some of those things, you know, just characteristics that I feel like you take for granted even when you're young, later on you're like, dang, mm -hmm. it always seemed like stuff was straight. Yep. Right. Yeah. Didn't realize that we were struggling at that time. Absolutely. Because the same, nothing changed with us, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think, um, yeah, man, Pops has taught me so much and still teaching me stuff every yeah. single day. Absolutely. I call I dad, I'm like, dang, I didn't know you knew all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll say something. Yeah, obviously now, like I said, you 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 kind of shared with us your, your upbringing and what he's meant to you, and um, how how has how has it been? You know, obviously as you've grown up, the competitiveness. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like I said, at some point you like you sizing up your dad as you grow up. <laughs> you're bigger than dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, how was the competition uh, growing up? Man. I know you got brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how was that with them and then? But. Obviously, like I said, you're speaking so highly of your dad. How, yeah. how was that? And I know at some point, I'm sure as all dads, yeah. at some point... Somebody to, somebody go lose one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, they got to yeah. realize <laughs> Somebody go lose a one-on-one. Man, it's a weird... So it's, it's, it's funny you say that because we have an interesting dynamic in our house, man. Like, so because it is three men, so now it's me and my little brother... Uh, who's my little big brother? He's right. taller than I am. Right. Um, what? So it's weird. Yeah. Like the, 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 <laughs> the younger, longer, we are, yeah, yeah. The younger <laughs> y'all, the taller they grow. So I passed my dad up, and I was the happiest kid alive. You know, <laughs> when, even when we became eye to eye, I think it was my eighth grade year. He'll probably know the exact date. Um, <laughs> eighth grade. 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 We were about the same. We were about the same. We were, maybe in my eyes, you know, how when you're course, shorter than right, somebody, right. it feel like, damn, we up there now. Yeah. You're looking eye to eye. You think that you're tall, right? <laughs> Maybe it was not, that. You're but, kind of yeah. raising that head up so, a little bit. Like, I remember just thinking, like, dang, I'm super tall. And then going into my first year of high, of high school, I realized, like, dang, I'm the shortest one on campus. <laughs> and I just thought, like, oh, I'm taller than Pops. You know, I'm that's, grown. That's now. all I'm that tall, matter. You know? right, and, right. So, and so now, the competition piece of it, like, I've always, in my mind, I've always been like, damn, I want to be as strong as my dad. My dad, mm. you know, power lifted. You know, he competed and stuff, you know, when he was in his early 20s. Mm -hmm. And so... I've always, you know, seen that as like a far goal. And mm. so, B, 
being a corner is weird because most corners are not strong and things of that nature. So my goal has always been to be like that different, that different corner and be right. super strong. And you know, strength comes easier in our family because of my dad. We have the genetics and things, and so in a way, yeah. Now I've never like. I can't say I've never, I was, you know, I was, you know, growing and stuff, but in terms of like really sizing up my dad, nah, not, yeah. not nah, even dad still now, you know, yeah. I always look at him like, big on me, that's dad, that's yeah. dad still, yeah, like no matter what, I'm, you know, two, two inches taller than my dad and stuff, but nah, that dude, he's still, he'll, he'll be super modest about it, but he can still do like 500 pounds on bench, oh so yeah, okay, like, okay. Never, people never ever get there, yeah, never, like, no, I'm you like, ain't never gonna get the 500, I'm like, no. I, <laughs> Dad, you got that. You, you know? can have that. You can you have that. that. I'm just gonna be a corner and be super strong for corners. Right. Cool. We don't want to leave but, uh, moms out. We don't want to leave moms out. You can't do that. What Mother's Day just passed. You know. Is that is she more athletic than yeah, your so dad? Yeah. So my mother. So she graduated from UCLA. She ran track. She oh, she's did, more uh, athletic than you. Yeah. Guys. Yep. Oh, I don't know. Don't say that to Pops. Now. I don't know. <laughs> so, so you got the like kind of like the size from from Pops, yeah, and then the, the speed, speed from Moms. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what really it sounds like. like. He don't really get that. That's what it sounds like. Hey, I'm just set the table for it. You know, set the table for it. He like, man, give me a mic, now. Nah. Right, right, right. You got a rebuttal, uh, man. I, I guess we could go with that. I'll say that they both had speed. Um, yeah. My mother, though, I will say that she was um she was a track athlete. Um, and she's really, I think I get a lot of the cerebralness from both of them. Like me being able to understand certain things. And then the commitment. My mom, you know, she doesn't talk about it much, but she was uh, super, super, like, uh, driven with school. Like, she's been kind of the enforcing factor with me and my little brother in terms of academics. And, mm -hmm. like, early on, like, uh, when we both, you know, she would get so frustrated. You know, kids act like, I don't like school. I'm just doing it so I can get to you NFL. <laughs> oh, you going, like, well, you don't like it. And I remember, you know, a lot of the conversation, you know, when you're young is like, okay, and, you know, when you're rebelling, you try to rebel, I'm not going to go to college. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And when I get out of the house, I'm just going to go, I'm right. going to make money. I you wish know? you go. would. And she's like, okay, she's like, well, you, in order to be miles, you better be in school or you're working. And so. Mm -hmm. Those conversations only lasted probably even before high school. Because right. We realized right, that, right. dang, I want to really do this thing. And, you know, you start to get a couple of offers like, wow, this is cool. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I really want to go to college and I really want to go dominate. And then mm -hmm. it was like the dreams get bigger and bigger. But now, sum it up, my mom, man, she she was um a big, big factor in just us understanding the importance of school, mm -hmm. us understanding the importance of it, even beyond ball. Because mm -hmm. um that's something that I feel like gets uh it gets forgotten in this process. Because guys have big goals of, you know, going to the NFL. Guys have big goals of, you know, or can't even really look past the college, the collegiate aspect right, of it. Very true. Because you kind of get stuck in the moment. And I feel like if you understand that what it's going to yield afterwards mm -hmm. and the relationships and even past, you know, just having a degree, I feel like um, that's where mm -hmm. my mother and my dad, they've always, you know, preached at us. Like, you know, it's even bigger than all of that that it's you bigger see than right now. That. I'm like, wow. And so now getting in it, you're like, wow. I meet people, you know, at internships and at different things. I'm like, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't happen if I wasn't here. Absolutely. So, again, like you stayed at La Habra High School here in um, Los Angeles, or outside of Los Angeles. But, mm -hmm. again, during that time, every kid in the world is transferring to modern-day Bosco, yeah. right? You stayed at a smaller high school. You still um, was committed to Ohio State, still had 40, 50 offers. Like, what made you stay? Because, of course, right. we knew everybody was yeah. probably calling and saying, this yeah. is a better situation, yeah. better spot. Um, it's not about that, obviously. It's about, you know, preparing for the next level, not where you play high school. So what made you stay? And, like, was it more like the character or just, like, the fit or the friends, like, that was at La Habra? You know, like, and my dad could probably tell you stories of all the calls that we was getting after my first, you know, right. uh, season at La Habra, which I was a sophomore. Um, but for us, it was more than just, like, you know, 
just you know, you know, going to Clout Chase or going to be at the big program, all of that stuff. We were we were never ever afraid of being pavement, you know, waymakers. Like mm-hmm. we were, you know, never afraid of in a way being uh, paving the way. Yep, uh, you know, paving way. the way, and like we never really cared about you know the outside noise of people saying this, people saying that. Dang man, you could have so much hype if you went here. Yeah. It was just about getting out and yep. doing what I needed to do to get to the next level. And so we felt like we had every single opportunity that we needed at this place. We were playing mm-hmm. against programs, and we knew that you know my dad just told me early on like, dude, if you're gonna go to a smaller school, you gotta dominate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Deal. <laughs> I'll dominate. The biggest reason why we actually went there, you know, because we went to St. John Bosco my first year. My right, freshman right, year, right. you know, I was on the team with DJ, Chris Hudson, all of these dudes, you know, that are now, I mean, I can look at it. We had a, you know, first team. We had two freshman teams. Yeah, I know. My, I was on the first one. <laughs> we were all literally, all of us on that roster from the one, t- one deep to two deep are all D1 programs right now right, or right. in the league. And so, um, no, nah, all D1 programs. And some of them are D2, but, like, everyone's on a collegiate roster. And mm-hmm. so it's just crazy to look back at that. But um, now nah, I ended up basically, the reason why, I ended up, why we ended up going was one of the biggest reasons was because of my little brother. We wanted to go to a program where both of us could, you know, play together. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. private schools, you got to pay monthly. Um, they have, you know, different uh, accommodations that they make for families that they really want mm-hmm. and things. And it's super expensive to have two that go. And so Absolutely. Um, with, the, with the situation, me and my little brother, we really wanted to play together. I was like, man, so when my parents basically told us, like, what do you guys want to do? I'm like, without a doubt, I'm playing with my little brother. That's I'm awesome. not going to do the separate high school thing. Right, so right. I was grateful for it. Phillips Family and Phillips. First. Man, Phillips and Phillips dream come true my junior year. Yep, you know, that's right. At Corner. That's oh, awesome. wow. That's wow. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was reading through your bio. I don't, like I said, I don't really know the difference. Like I said, corners, like some guys play right, some guys play left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me know. What is, what is sort of like, what is the difference? Because as a receiver, we, have go, we go up. both sides. Right, we yeah. have to line up on Well, it's because receivers side. are better athletes. That's why. No. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Not, so, so, that's, yeah. that's typically. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll give him an answer. So if y'all are better athletes, <laughs> we got to cover the better athletes going backwards. What'd that make us? The second best slow. athlete. <laughs> slow. Yeah. The second best athlete. Oh, that's all. Okay. <laughs> you can put whatever spin you want on yeah, it. It don't matter. I will agree. Y'all have a lot of pressure on you guys. You got a lot to react to. And like I said, Running backwards, that's not an easy feat, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right, Especially right. to keep some guys in front of you. You know, you but know. I, I, I just don't understand, like, like some guys are more equipped to, and, and comfortable playing on the right, some guys, uh, some guys better on the left. What is your preference and what is sort of like, what's what's the difference? Tell us the difference in the yeah, audience. Like, what's the difference? So, man, honestly, I play, I play both. Um, okay. But I didn't understand... Until I got to college, like, why guys feel more comfortable until I got to college? Because mm. I played a m- mostly, like, left corner my first year. No, a lot of right corner my first five years. Then I played left for some reason. I don't know why the switch happened, but I think it was just, like, it depends on what I do mostly in spring ball or fall camp. Mm, okay. um, like, and it's crazy, but it makes perfect sense now because I'm like, damn, I couldn't put my hand on it. But I think it's just break mechanics, different things. And then also one of the bigger reasons is, like, I want to cover the best guy. And a lot of the times, depending on, you know, with uh, formation. Yeah, the yeah. formation. A lot of the times, the best receiver be on the right side. Yeah. Because yeah. most yeah. offensive most, coordinators yeah. are right-handed right. guys. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the quarterbacks, yeah, the quarterbacks, if they're right-handed, you know, they want to throw. And so I think that that has a lot to do with it. But really, like, for me, um, I think I played a lot of left corner last year just because, like, too, like, I feel like that left foot just got super strong, just breaking, like, every <laughs> single time. Unless it's a comeback or a fade, yeah. like, I was breaking off the left foot, all in-breaking routes. So, all left side. So I, I think that's what I did notice, you know. Huh. And, um, you know, I'm like, dang, I didn't realize it until you get into, you know, a season or after season. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, 
or no, in the bowl game, I was um we have a whole week, you know, prior to bowl games to, to practice and the training. I was telling myself because we didn't know who was gonna play. Right. Um so yeah. Chris Olave and we had Garrett Wilson, we didn't know who was gonna play. They had an assignment for me. Um they ended up opting, but during that whole week, I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna try to play both just in case I have to follow the assignment right. and he's moving around. I don't want to go to the right side, or if they know that I don't play any right, they just go to the opposite side or go to the left side and my right, right, and I'm all jacked up. So again, let's go back and talk about, again, when you was preparing for Ohio State, the Rose Bowl, right? Your big game, uh, yeah. big breakout game for yeah. you know, some, some uh, big time national attention for you at the position. Again, you went against Wilson and Alave, um, London, Drake at, uh, Drake at, um, at USC. So you kind of seen the best, but go back and kind of give us like your take since you played them at the end, right? And you had played against Drake already, mm -hmm. um, Kyle Phillips already. How did that, that game compare getting ready as far as what you already seen in the pack that year? So, yeah, so, you know, going back to it, that whole week of preparation, so really we had like a whole month off. Um, mm -hmm. So after our, you know, uh, championship game, uh, we had, you know, some time as a, like a little break and we all met up in California because that's where the game was going to be at. We, mm -hmm. And during that time, we had the whole week basically of just training, practices, um, you know, just the L.A. experience. Mm -hmm. You know, we're down in L.A. and guys, you know, are having a good time and everything. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, we won't even get into that. Right. But um, <laughs> I was just like, man, I, you know, for me, I was looking at it just as a way. I'm like, this is going to be the game that puts me on the map. Because mm. I'm like, this is the time that I get to go and guard all those receivers. Yeah. They hadn't even decided, like Chris Olave, Garrett, they hadn't even decided if they were going to play or not. Right, um, right, right. So I was like, man, I, I'm praying that every single day that they did. I'm they like, better play. I need this. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. this. And so... They ended up not playing. Uh, Jackson Smith uh, was Jigbo, the guy that right? did play. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's got a did play, and I was the you know a new up and coming guy, and so I'm studying all of them, you know, throughout the thing. And so I, it was good though because I was able to self scout during that time too, and because this was you know a game that we had so much time to prepare even before we um, you know got into that film study a week before the game. Mm -hmm. I was already kind of watching those guys, and then I was yeah. self scouting a lot too to see what they were going to try mm -hmm. to attack on me. Right. I'm like, okay. This is an explosive offense. Mm -hmm. They had a you know Heisman finalist at quarterback. Yep. I'm like, what are they gonna try to do to me? Right. And right. so um, you know, I was looking up different things, you know, that I was doing, different things that I've showed on film. And so I was able to play off of that in the game as well. Right. So you, you had know? a pick and a fumble recover, yeah, right, in the exactly. game. So did you was those one of the, the plays that you prepared in film study? Like, yo, when they run this, I'm fitting to pick this thing. And it happened? Yeah, yeah. So I usually try to go into the game with, like, a couple of different things that I'm planning on stealing. Like, yeah. I'll put an asterisk by, you know, in my notes. Like, yeah. this is my steal. You yeah. know, this near doubles formation when the running back decide to leave. Right. Like, it was a couple of things that I'm like, oh, yeah, if they do this here, it's bad for them. Right, 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 right. I usually just show the quarterback something different because they'll yeah. usually have those things and they'll have their key, you know, routes and key receivers right, right. that they're keying on throwing it to mm -hmm. during that play, you know, based on my positioning, based mm -hmm. on the safety's positioning. And so I showed him exactly what he wanted to see. So, for example, um, I was studying uh, C.J. Stroud before the game. Uh, about three days before the game, we, you know, all had interviews with me, Devin, uh, and then a couple of the captains. We had interviews. They also had interviews. I looked up uh, C.J. Stroud's interviews, Jackson Smith's interviews. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're asking him. Yeah. They're asking Jackson, what, are you excited about the matchup against Clark? Just found out that you're, you know, two older receivers, veteran receivers are going right. to sit. And he's like, you know, I, I feel good about it. You know, he's a good player. He's real complimentary. He mm -hmm. didn't really want to get into it. I was looking for some ammo. <laughs> um, I was looking for something for the smoke. I was looking for something to turn me up. Didn't find nothing with him. Found some with CJ. They Go asked CJ, okay. what do you guys plan on doing to Clark or whatever? And he was like, oh, nah, he's a great player. You know, I know him from the city or whatever. He was like, but dude is real, real jumpy. 
He likes jump quick routes. Mm. So I took that note. Right, there it I'm is. Like, Take the note. Double move. Yep. All Ended right. up getting a pick on a double move. There it you is. Know, because they did a stop and go. You know, I'm in cover three. Mm-hmm. Receiver, you know, tries to get in my blind spot. Right. He does a stutter. I'm yeah. looking at him. I see the pump <laughs> before the stutter happens. I'm yeah. like, come on, man, don't Easy. throw this. <laughs> Easy. Six, three, six, five. I'm like, yeah. man, let's throw it. Let's play. So I cut him off and, you know. There it is. That's crazy. The, That's... Just the, the, the recognition and, yeah. and just the study habits. Yeah. Like I said, dude, if I'm a GM, I'm signing him regard. Like, right. he's the first thing coming off the board. Because the mental right. aspect. Right. Because that's what's hard Bro, to find. he's already yeah. ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, man, this is, this is amazing. I, I mean, just listening to you talk, I mean, obviously, you, you're putting in a lot of work. Yeah. But as I mentioned to and I alluded to earlier, you, you, you've talked about family. Your dad has, obviously, he's done a great job with preparing you with the way he grew up, the way he's prepared the family. Man, this is this is just, I mean, bro, this is awesome to listen to. Like, it gives me chills just to, you know, he doesn't seem like a... a How are you, 20, a, 21? This doesn't make 20, any yeah. sense. You're 20? Yeah. This doesn't make any wow. sense. I'll be 21 in December. I still no. got a little ways. Wow. I'll be able to hang on with it. I'm dude, still young, man. Dude, yeah. dude, what 20-year-old yeah. is talking like this, dude? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm already knowing, like, if football doesn't work out, which we know it will, <laughs> dude, this dude's going to be a defensive coordinator. He's going to be a coach somewhere. Yeah. But we're going to get you on there. We're going to make you... We're gonna, First, we're gonna you go, yeah, on the field. It's yeah. manifested wow. right now, though. We're Appreciate gonna make, we're that. We're going to make that money first. Man, mm-hmm. I am excited about this guy right here. Man, I'm uh, telling you. Yeah, that's young, too. Man, bro, so he'll be a 21-year-old rookie dude, next yeah. year. Yeah. I rarely, they, won't, they won't be able to say, yeah, he's an older prospect. Right, you know, right, seeing right. This year, a lot dude, of the, I yeah. rarely watch the draft. I mean, it's, I've never really watched it. I mean, yeah. other than, like I said, when I was, you know, in the draft myself. That yeah. was back in 96. Wow. You wouldn't even hey, talk you. about me. <laughs> you ain't lying. But I'm just saying, though, I'm next year, but I'm looking, I'm I'm looking, I'm being we, the first we, round. We might come to your draft Man, party, buddy. I'm, gonna be, <laughs> I'm, exci- I'm excited, just excited as your family is for you, man. Like, man, like I said, dude, you, you have, I mean, not only just the intangible, like I said, I haven't seen you play, but listening to that, you know, how, how you think, your mindset. Yeah. Obviously, like I said, you have the drive. Um, there's nothing about you that says you're lacking anything. Like this, right. I, I don't. I haven't heard any weaknesses. Like you're ahead of well, the what, game. What is your weaknesses? Yeah. What? Yeah. What, I'm, what, I'm, what, exactly. What I haven't think heard any weaknesses. You know, I'd say um, perceived weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have any. But when I go to you know, when I go to film study, I like to study things that maybe I've displayed. Of course, mm-hmm. personally, I'm like I don't think I got no no weaknesses. Right. But I can see things that show up on film consistently and say. Gotta, gotta work, work on, on that. that. Right. You know, but perceived weakness, maybe height. You know, that's what that's you're saying. Somebody, with, you said. Know, somebody, if somebody thinks that's know, a weakness, with, you know, because right. Daryl Green does not think that's a weakness, yeah, right? Yeah, Hall of Famer with the Washington Redskins, played 20 but years. Right? That's right. something that you know we see consistently, and so we see people. Yeah, he's just you know, not he's not a six foot corner because you know that's the lucky number right. and that's the right. magic number. But right. but as you, you know, guys me, know, everybody in the NFL, they don't have a lot of six foot corners. Just so you yeah, guys know facts, this information. Facts. You I might think that, but it's a few out there. There's a Richard, few. You're Richard Sherman. Yeah, 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", is very hard to Brandon find. Brown. Very hard to find. The, you know, um, but yeah, like, it's, I mean, I, that's a good question. So if, if, if I'm a GM or a scout or whatever, you know, uh, of, of any team, what do you think they will think your weaknesses are besides your, your besides physical? Besides height. Yeah, your, besides your, height. You're right. I mean, your measurables, that's something like yeah. that, that. That's... That, that it is what it is, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't waking up tomorrow and you're six feet. If, yeah. if yeah. it happens, that's yeah. great. 
But yeah. what do you think? We see, so we see, uh, you know, I'll bring this up. So we see Florida week one. Mm-hmm. I can't give them no bulletin board material. Yeah. Um, but I but. will say that um, <laughs> I feel like if a scout were to, you know, look at me and, you know, try to figure out some things, I feel like they would say I could be a lot better in my zones. Okay. That was something yeah. that I focused on this season. Okay. You know, being a lot better in cover three, cover four. I've always prided myself on being a man coverage corner, you mm-hmm. know, locking down the man in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's somewhere where I'm, where I'm growing. I played a little bit of zone in, college, in high school um, and things of that nature, but I feel like that's an area in my game, especially, you know, with the way that the passing league is going now and, and yep. the next level and in the league, yep. I feel like that's somewhere where all corners can grow. So I feel like that's right. somewhere where I want to be the best at. Right. Now, will you? do you imagine yourself being a – a corner to go inside and out. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's another thing. You know, I want to make sure that um, there's no that there is no you know no drop off when I were to go in the inside. Right. I have right. more film on the outside than the slot. Right. Um, Which course, is fine for now, yeah, but over yeah. time. But over time, yeah. I want to be able to show my versatility and show that hey, I can be the best on the inside and the outside, and mm-hmm. I can follow what no matter where he goes. Because I see you know with guys like Devontae Adams, and I see like yeah. guys like that. Oh, they going they go inside. The, when they go to the inside, yeah. Superstars go do both. Facts. Sometimes that number one corner, he don't want to go in there because, hey, I'm not covering in the slot. Right, because he go he kill. He got a two-way he... go. And right, so right. guys won't do that. And so I want to be that guy that is like, okay, this dude can go inside and outside. He's our best corner. And, mm-hmm. yeah, he's willing to go in the slot with detail, you mm-hmm. know, with this dude, with that dude. And it's so not you like... want to be on the opposite side of the field. You want to be like the receiver that, yeah. that's able to be... That can versatile. Versatile. That can yeah. Yeah. That, that I'm cool versatile. with running across the middle. I'm cool with doing all that, you know, like how valuable it is for a receiver right. to be able to run that quick slide. Not just the fader, not just the intermediate route, but run everything. And so, Absolutely. you know, that's my goal, man. And, you know, for mm-hmm. me, like, I feel like if there was any weakness, it would probably be somewhere in the nickel. Okay. Probably because be you haven't learned it yet. Yeah, you haven't yeah, mastered that. I mastered that. I've played, you know... Four games in total, all exclusive nickel. So, okay. I mean, and that's of 19 games. That's so what's up. I want to, you know, continue to, you know, kind of show that, you know, and I feel like I can show that a lot of that skill set on the outside, too, because we run a lot of zone, you know, mm-hmm. we run a lot of man, but I feel like I can show a lot of that on the outside. It okay. doesn't have to be exclusively nickel, but um, that's okay. an area that I do want to grow in and want to show it because I know that um, the league, a lot of guys are, you know, looked at as nickel corners. I think about Trick McDuffie. Right. A lot of teams were, you know, saying, oh, yeah, we like him yep. at nickel and stuff. Um, but he hadn't really even played that even in college. Right. It was just all projection. You know, yep, he has yep. a couple of games where he's moved on the inside, yep. but primarily outside corner. So I feel like that's an area where I want to differentiate myself, even from the pack. Right. You asked earlier, you guys asked earlier about, you know, the pack and about the guys um, that I'm competing with and the guys mm-hmm. that I, you know, how do I separate myself? And I feel like that's one of the biggest things, too. <clears throat> a lot okay. of those, you know. So if you moment. have Florida week one, right, they go have some dogs. Mm-hmm. Who's on... Um, the list. I know you got a list mm-hmm. as a corner, right? You you yeah. trying to check off. I'm gonna see him at Florida. I'm gonna see him. Justin at, at Shorter. Shorter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Justin okay. Shorter. So he's um, he's I've been telling my dad and my yeah. little brother. He's like uh, the DK Metcalf. Yeah, he's six four, two ten, and can run. Had and him at the run. Nike opening. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we yeah. we saw him up close and personal. So he's a good size, you know. Yep. Uh, and I won't say anything that you know. No bulletin board, no, you know, no early bulletin board. But, 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 but is he, he going to give you 120 and two tubs? Yeah, no. Nah. Okay. Nah. All right. Um, I think um, <laughs> he has limitations. Okay. Uh, I won't even give him nothing to work on this offseason, but he has limitations. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm excited about the matchup. I think something that he does well and, mm-hmm. uh, is he blocks really well. A lot of receivers don't take pride in that. I covered some first-rounders last year that don't take pride in that. Okay. Know? And so he does really, really well in that area. And he takes pride in it. Like, he, you know, 
I've seen him, you know, tussling and throwing dudes around. I've seen him, you know, kind of get a couple of flags because he takes it serious, even yeah. more than catching the ball at times. Why? It was okay. games, wow. uh, four games straight last season where he didn't touch the ball, you know. Right. He got reverses and sweeps and stuff. But every single time he had an opportunity to block, he's wrestling. Yeah. This is WWE. Taking it serious, team. okay. And so, you know, that's something that I think that um, he does really well. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's not the full game, but, you mm -hmm. know, leading up to that game, of course, I'm going to be in there getting a couple extra curls. There you go. So get, you, get, sure your you get, you know, get your pump off. Get your pump off my chest. You know? But he's a good dude, though. I think, um, you know, I've been studying a couple of things on his film. Um, I think he runs really good. Okay. You know, so, so you guys, you, I, I know that you... <laughs> You'll play USC this year? Yeah, I think week six or week seven. Before okay. we go to USC, you mentioned Florida. Uh, I know you got your eyes on your, your, your big guy. Uh, I, I will be working out with a guy this summer, uh, uh, Daniel Cross. I don't know uh, if you're familiar with him, but he's about six feet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. A little rangy guy, uh, but I know he's, he, he's, he's ambitious. He's kind of like you. He wants to kind of learn, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I know he's reached out to me, like, yo, I want to run some routes with you this summer. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, number thirty-three. So uh, okay. uh, he he he's a uh, look out look so out. Let's for him. find out, huh? He's like, let's yeah, find out. Look out for him <laughs> as well. So yeah, uh, I know he got a little burned last year or what have you. So he's starting to kind of get his feet wet. Okay. And so uh, did a little photo shoot with it. But uh, he, okay, he, that's what's up. Yeah, he, uh, he's uh, he's looking. He's shout he's out the, the cross. Rise. Yeah, Daniel Cross. He he's he's on the rise too. He's one of those guys that's hungry, just that wants uh, to wants to get better. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yep. I like and, that. And it seems like you pay attention to what's going on in college football. Mm -hmm. So. USC might be getting a dude by the name of Addison. Jordan Addison, is it? Yeah, yeah. Are you hoping that he kind of comes to SC so you can get that matchup with him? Or are you like, oh, I'll catch him down the line somewhere? You know, for me, like, SC, they always have, you know, a couple of good receivers. Right, right. Man, Gary right. Bryant, you know, he's coming this year. Every year they're going to have somebody for <laughs> Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And so my focus is really, like, on whoever they got now. I heard he's already decided. I'm not sure if it's real. Um, I know he's been kind of playing with this free agency thing for a Yeah, I know, right? Um, but I, I thought it was Texas or some. Who knows? Maybe who knows? Was, um, who knows? You know, stun yeah. or whatever. But who knows? But nah, if he go there and shoot, that's I mean, don't matter. Hey, yeah. that's that's more eyeballs to watch me lock down. There know? it is. I love and it. So I love I'm it. excited. You know, I'm excited for whoever they got. I know they got like ten different transfer receivers. Yeah, that are all yeah. big name guys. So I'm like, that's gonna bring more eyeballs to come yeah. see them get strapped. You know? There, there and it so is. So I'm I excited. I'm excited to see you know what they got because but every single year I mean we talk about it and everybody like man y'all ready for SC they always you know they always seem to have Utah number this year we got them right. but they have a great they had a great receiver every right. year they got a great receiver yeah you know, that's it's true a slot uh, outside so that's true it's always good too you know going into that game and studying that receiver and then going against him too because I'm like I grow in every single time I play SC my first ever my first ever collegiate game was against SC oh really like, yeah, yeah and I struggled like it was my first ever you know and that was game it, was it like just overwhelming deer in headlights you just never and been to be in. completely transparent it was but really it was a lot of other you know external factors mm -hmm. you know you talk about like off the field things so I was uh I had just gotten COVID this was around COVID time the COVID so year, I had right. got COVID I had four days of condition for that game mm -hmm. mind you I had lung Ooh. problems and all of this stuff oh, wow. yeah so I couldn't really breathe the first time so I, yeah. I didn't leave the hotel for 14 to 15 days. Wow. This was early on when they said 14 days. The real days. quarantine. Yeah, the real yeah. quarantine. <laughs> and so um, when I got out, um, just to put it all in perspective, 
I went straight to the facility. The coaches were looking at me and stuff. They're like, what the heck happened, son? Mm -hmm. I had lost like 10 or 11 pounds. Yeah, I was about to say. You know, this skinny. five days before we were supposed to play against SC. Coach yeah. Shaw like, son, you playing in this game. You're like, you're my best corner. Like, go in there and get you some potatoes. I pulled up. Yeah, yeah. We have, you know, get some water in the college and facility. Keep in moving. the college facility, they feed us and stuff. They give us three meals a day. And I got out, you know, in the morning, I went and got my hair cut because I'm looking like a wolf. I had, you know, yeah, the, whole the Afro 14 Samurai, days. like, yeah. side stash on my face. And X-Men. You know, I was looking bad, you know. And um, on top of that, he was like, he touched on my, he was like, I feel straight bones, son. And, yeah. and, and mind you, I was 190 pounds, you know, my first year. And I had dropped down to like 180 or 179, Oof. you know. Yeah. And I thought I was eating stuff, but I couldn't taste. I had the extreme right, yeah. fatigue. Oh, I was, but I was sleeping way. and stuff, so I'm like, dang, what's going on? And so when I first got up to the facility, it was like five or six, and um, dinner closed at eight, and I pulled up, and all the coaches in there watching that C film. Uh -huh. And um, I was like, what up, y'all? And they like, they were looking at me like I was a crackhead. They were looking <laughs> at me like, you, Pookie. Coach Pookie Shaw, Coach Shaw he, he was like, he was the only one that tried to keep it like cool. All of the coaches looking at me like, is this the same dude we recruited? Right, like, right, right. Coach right. Shaw was like, he's like, come on, son. He's like, what's up? He's like, go and get you some food, bro. He was just looking at me like, okay, all right. He was like, it's and I was like, man, but. So as so the coach's facility, the coach's office is upstairs. Mm -hmm. um, I came, you know, I parked my car in front of the facility. I walked up the stairs, probably 12 stairs. I was out of breath. Gassed. I was literally Just like the on steps. the ground, like, yeah. what wow. the world? Dude's like, man, you straight? I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. It yeah. felt like somebody was stepping on my chest. Yeah. And so I had five days to condition, to condition wow. for the game. Wow. And so I feel like that was a big factor yeah. in me not, you know, right, right. feeling, a, you know, 100 uh, Coach Shaw was like, he's like, we're going to figure it out whether you got to play 10, 12 yards. So he's like, yeah. you're going to play in this game. Yeah. So that's what I had to do. Be after, the field. I thought I was straight. You know, he had me running around. I was literally running hundreds, you know, just every single day. Get your you wind know, up. Just trying to get my wind up. And it didn't feel no different. <laughs> I'm literally bad. like, Coach, like, I'm... Yeah, I'm gonna be hurt. I'm going yeah. on. COVID is real, people. you know. And then I got an old school coach. He don't believe in pulling cats out, you know. Run two go routes, you know. Yeah, go back come in on, there. Yeah, come, come on, on. yeah, right. right. Back. You all right, baby? He on the sideline. So during COVID, it was no fans. Right. So that made it even. You can worse. hear him. You I'm can hear everything. Him. Come on, CP, bring your butt yeah, back. Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. CP. I'm yeah. like. I'm like, coach, he just ran a go route. It was a run play. Yeah, yeah. We just ran. And they was doing that on purpose. I think course, somebody might have told them yeah, what was yeah. going down, Tipped too. Off, like, Cause yo, we had like, yeah, cause, COVID protocol. Yeah, because and then we're in the warm-ups before the game. I'm I'm hella sweaty. I'm already, you know, and I'm sweating off COVID. And so <laughs> yeah, that's I'm what in it there is. Like, that's dang, regular we're doing T-step plant drills, just two breaks and stuff. And I'm you over there like, man. Drenched. Like you done played the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> man, I was struggling. And so... You know, and That's that, funny. and I watch that film now, and you know, I watch that. I tell my dad, and I tell people like I watch that game every other month, mm. sometimes every two weeks, depending on the period, just to remind myself like where we came from, yeah, and just to you know remind myself of them invigorating feelings that I felt in that game. I was so mad, you know, because no one ever thinks that their first college, everyone thinks that their first college experience, or first NFL game is gonna be like. One for the books, one to remember no, in a good way. No, it defines you almost. No. Yeah, but and so that you. game, it was so humbling. Um, yeah. The experience shaped. I think it shaped the way for the rest of my career. Mm. Um, it made me a lot tougher. It gave me even more grit than I already had. Mm -hmm. It made me realize where I was. I'm like, cause dang. And that, that's mm -hmm. when I first realized, like, you got to be able to go as good as that you can go, even when you're tired. Absolutely. And that takes mental toughness. And so after that experience, it made me realize I really wasn't even mentally tough yet. Mm. Right. I thought I was. 
But when I got tired, the truth showed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm playing 12 yards off. I'm playing 12 yards off, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, the running back running out there? Nah, I need to save my energy. He might run around the next play. I'm, I'm not going to do that, you know. Oh, so wow. it was, um, you know, it was That's real. it was a good experience because I watch it, you know, all the time just because I'm like, I want to remind myself the feelings that I felt. The next film study day, you know, I'm sitting in there. Grade sheets come out, like 32%. Out of know, 100. Uh, yeah, 32%. <laughs> My coach grade hard. And yeah. wow. I think I had 10 tackles, 11 tackles. Yeah. That can be good. Not for a corner. Not, yeah, no. No, that means not that for that 32%. Up I had a TFL. Um, like, it was, it, you know, I think I gave up one touchdown. But it was like, I just didn't feel it. It was all stop routes and stuff right, like that, right. where it was like, I'm just playing off and I'm just trying to survive. Yeah, I'm tired, yeah, right. you know. And so, um, but I watch it all the time, man, just to remind myself and just to kind of give myself reference, like, especially if I have a game where I'm like, okay, you did your thing this game. Right, right. I'll go back and I'll watch that and I'll leave the room, the film room, just so mad. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just to remind down. myself just for the next hungry. workout. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, gotta stay hungry. Critique, always critique This is where yourself. you was, CP. This is where you need to get, you still not there. Just right. to put it all into perspective. I, I, I have a question just listening to you talking. Um, you know, obviously practice is where you get better. Yep. You know what I mean? And like I said, being in that environment, you don't sometimes you're only as good as your competition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what the, the situation with the receivers, like you know, the competition is like to get you better. Like, who are some of the guys on your squad on the Utah Utes that gives you that competition to prepare you for those, you know, for those big guys in you know upcoming games um, that you have. And then, like I said, every year, like I said, you may not have the competition on your team that you're going to be facing. That's the truth. So how do you stay engaged in that way? Because you could be like, oh, I'm, I'm nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, facts. And just go be lackadaisical through practice and just kind of just just, just, just flow. Chill, you know? And then, you Get know, exposed. in a game, somebody expose you. Yeah. How do you stay engaged? Man, good question. Like, I, so the biggest thing, like, and I, you know, tribute, to, I, you know, can think about my high school process. Like, my dad always told me, like, dominate the competition that's in front of you. When I was mm -hmm. at La Habra, you know, we could have been at a bigger program and things, but we were just like, if you're going to be here, you know, lions can't live with lambs. Mm. Dominate, slaughter. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't live with him. I'm a lion. I don't live with lamb. <laughs> because you know he's a lamb. You know what I mean? I know what you mean by that. Hey, 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 that resonated right, with me. All right, all right, right, all right, all right, you know what I mean? You ain't eating lunch today. You ain't eating lunch today. <laughs> nah, man. So I, uh, nah, so, nah, that's the biggest thing for me. Just like, even if I feel like, dang, okay, like, I'm not, feeling like I'm getting no work. Or mm -hmm. We doing right. a release draw, we doing one-on-ones. I'm like, I just want every rep with ease. This ain't good. Mm -hmm. um, not that that happens every day, but of course, like yeah. playing DB, you can realize when your competition isn't matching. Yeah. My competition, I feel like the receivers that we have all have different attributes and they yes. all show really, really good things. We pride ourselves, we have a lot of bigger receivers. So I feel like that's why I was prepared in a lot of ways yes. for certain guys, because mm -hmm. we pride ourselves on being on the red of the ball. So you need bigger receivers that can block and things. So whether they get a, you know, one throw a game or you know one attempt a game or whatever, or none, like they're gonna be blocking a lot. So we got a lot of guys, I think about Javon Vele, I think mm -hmm. about Solo Enos. And then in the slot we have, you know, we had Britton Covey. Mm -hmm. So from the moment that you know, I got on campus, I was able to guard him. When I thought it was going to be a nickel my first year, I was covering Britt, you know. And that dude, I call him yeah. Uncle Covey because dude was old. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just to put it all on, I was in elementary school. Um, my dad, you know, came in the room one night, was super excited. Or one day, they were playing against SC. He had a, a breakout game as a freshman. Mm -hmm. um, this was about seven years ago. Golly. Like, <laughs> and so his situation was in, you know, in Utah. It it's Mormon. Hey, yeah. Right? He went on, a, so went he on went, his trip. Yeah, he played. On a, on a and I was in elementary. I wasn't really watching, 
you know, you college a, like that. I was a watching baby, it, literally. I, you know, I literally <laughs> didn't understand it like that. And I remember, you know, my dad would always come in the room and, you know, explain like, dang, like, this guy's playing. Y'all should come in here and watch it. Me mm-hmm. and my brother being there playing the Wii or playing the game and yeah, all of that yeah. stuff. And um, I've been telling my son funny. the same thing. I'm yeah. like, yo, if you're trying to be a receiver, Watch why receivers. Somebody, right, watch some of these D one schools. And I rep not not I'm not being biased, but I am in a way. Watch those Alabama receivers. Because those are the receivers that are already prepared for the next level. Facts. Like and their coaches, true. like you know, the things that coaches should be te- teaching kids and then it should be sticking with the receivers. Uh, don't come back to the ball. Don't like stop routes. Curl mm. routes. Don't you just know what sit mean? there. That's a yeah, pick. don't just yeah. sit there. Yeah. Still, even if the ball is not thrown, come back to the ball because if you stand there. Don't yeah. tell nobody that Pac-12 this though. Let them let them know that. Let them leave. That's right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, learn. And, it, yeah. and like I said, learn good oh, habits. Keep you know? learning. That's one of the main things that you should learn is you know as as a receiver and then even as a coach teaching those guys. Yep. You know, getting your depth. Coming mm-hmm. back to the ball, mm-hmm. yeah. understanding what the defensive backs are thinking, wanting to yeah. do. Because, like I said, they want you to just be lazy and not come back. Because that's either going to be a pick six Absolutely. or it's going to be a tip pass and, and that ends up into an interception. Or, like I said, PBU. Yeah, one like, two. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. Already. Yeah, so, speaking of that, who was the toughest corner that you went up against? Um, early on in my career, um, it's kind of like a situation like you were just explaining about, you know, you may not know these guys, yeah. but you're probably not going to know this, this this defensive back. But if you are, it's Aeneas Williams that played uh, played with the uh, St. Yeah, Louis yeah. Rams at the time. And then and the Arizona I, Cardinals. Right, yep. and, and I say that because he was a bigger body. He was about the same size as I was. You're like, you're Bill, but he was He was six, thick. Yeah, right. He was like six like foot Xavier two. Rhodes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Probably not as tall not as Xavier Rhodes, okay. but yes, the right. thickness. So for me, I had to, like I said, start to understand what my weaknesses were. Like physically, I was I was stronger than a lot of guys, but I didn't have no quick feet. You know what I mean? I didn't have the hands, none of that stuff. So I had to stay after practice, cause in practice, you know, some of the DBs they knew off coverage, I would be, I was beating them all day. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But they saw that I struggled with the press, press yeah. bump and run. Uh, so it was a constant thing. And then like you talk about going to film study, so we go through every day. You do one on one drills. Yeah. So when we, after practice, we watch the one on ones. It wasn't that exciting for me because I'm getting him up. <laughs> yeah. So the coach cursed going, out by the wow. coach. Right. He'll, 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 he'll run the film, like you know, showing my route. I'm not that. I'm getting jammed up, or it's taking me too long to get off the release and get into my route. Yeah. And it got to a point to where he would just go to the next receiver. Mm-hmm. For me, and I'm and I'm watching everybody else get off in practice. You know what I mean? Dang, so yeah, yeah. It, it was it was yeah. it was. It's it what you humbling. needed, though. Right. It's what you needed. Right. It was humbling in a sense, and I'm like, yo, I I gotta get better. Yeah. How can I get better? So, dude, we had a, a martial arts guy um, wow. that 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 was on our squad and um, uh, that worked with the team. And so, every day after practice, I just kind of worked with my hand, started doing little ladder drills, things like that. Work with my feet. They kind of like I, said, I wanted to get shifty. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, physically, yeah, I could just bulldoze through yeah, a guy, but yeah. I can't. Like, that all release, the time. Yeah, that yeah, release is not going to work every time. Every time. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? So I know that there was some smart guy. Like, dude, I had safeties. Like, it was like a field day. When we when we do one-on-ones, like, I had yeah. I got him. Yeah, I had safeties <laughs> wow. coming up one on one I got, I got that guy. <laughs> I had Merton Hanks. Merton Hanks was uh, about as skinny yeah. as that pole yeah. right there. Locking he came up, up trying to lock me up. Yeah. Tim McDonald, who was at the end of his career, who played safety. The 4-7. Bro, 
Wow. He came up. They, everybody want like want, want, want some of the action, like yeah, new girl yeah. in town. Like everybody wants. Oh yeah, I can get some good film. Right. Right. That was and, a good bro, today. And those were humbling moments, and it wow. made me want to get better. But I, like I said, I wasn't highly touted. You know, I wasn't a, I wasn't, I wasn't a four or five star. You know, kid coming out of coming out of college. I mean, even high school, going in the in the, yeah, high, in the college. Back then. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. uh, man, like I said, just to hear you know your growth, your path, and where you're on the trajectory of where you are. Trust me, man. You you're gonna blow yeah. teams away. I, I get if they watch, once they see this show, draft character, they're gonna be blown away. Draft I get they're gonna probably take some clips from Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast <laughs> with Theo and Hatch. I'm guaranteeing you. And this is teaching tape. Yes, for a lot of young, for a lot of kids, bro. Yes. Like, man, be proud of yourself, Appreciate of you. where you are right now, where you're going. Be proud. I'm proud. I'm proud of your dad, your mom, and like I said, your brothers and sisters who have someone to look up to. Because, bro, you you're setting an example not only for them, but you're setting an example for a lot of kids out there, man. To just to be on top of their game and just like you said, you know that, like, yeah, you 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 want a overnight success. Yeah. Right. But you had that foundation with your mom, with your family, and I, I, that's what you're big on. Like I said, I've heard it so many times, and that's why I wanted you to, to really share with us, you know, in the audience, like, what your family means to you, your dad. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I'm proud. I'm proud of your dad. I just met him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just Junior. with what, he, what he's instilled in you, man. So I know we yeah. wish you the nothing but the very best. Like I said, Absolutely. this may be, I'm Absolutely. excited for the draft next year. I, I, <laughs> we, gotta play the, the, we gotta play the season first. Gotta play the season I, first. I, I am. I'm gonna I'm 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 check some games out. I'm a, See, this Florida don't, game. Don't, don't be surprised oh, yeah. oh, if yeah. I, I show up game. I show up in Utah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I long as it ain't cold. Gear. Oh, yeah. As long as it ain't cold. Yeah. Hey, yes. speak, speaking Early of, in the season. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't do cold. Speaking of Aeneas Williams, right? One of the Hall of Fame corners. One of the best Hall of Fame play, right? So before you get out of here, I want you to give us your top five best corners you think like from your perspective mm -hmm. again they don't have to be pro bowlers or hall of famers just your perspective who's your top you five me, corners of I, all time not to cut you off me already knowing what this guy his now, study habits you know, this dude he gonna go all like the way back, back to, to lester hayes or something what? jack Tatum. i guarantee he's gonna study jack Tatum. Yeah, and yeah. i don't even know who he is but i know the name you know the name yeah, yeah. he probably no, no, he ain't going that far dog let me let me see let me what? see top, your top, top five, five? All time. I know. I, I know. You can't be wrong. It's, it's your, your <laughs> professional opinion. Yeah, 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 I'd be, yeah. I'd be crazy not to say Revis, number one, because okay. of his similarities and how I've tried to model my game. Uh -huh. There you go. Um, Revis, I go, I got to go Ram. I got to go Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey. I got to go Ramsey. And, man, not a lot of people going to mention this dude, but um, I'm going Kenny Moore, number three. Yeah, okay. Just because, his, uh, just because of his ability to play Kenny inside and outside. Uh -huh. Inside and outside. Inside and outside, yeah. Kenny Moore, he's a slot, he's a slot corner. More um, of a nickel guy. Okay, yeah. But, he's the, but his ability to dominate, I've seen him on the outside, too, mm -hmm. now. He was one of the best corners on the outside, mm -hmm. but he also played, you know, the best receiver out at, in games when the guy was on. So That's what I aspire to this do. This is my camera right here. It is now. Bill Kuyper, <laughs> your job is on the line, son. <laughs> Why wouldn't they talk about dude now? Nah. <laughs> okay, so that's three. I go Lattimore. I go Marshawn. Yeah, Marshawn and Lattimore. Yeah, I think four. he's one of the ones that, like, I feel like I've studied a lot just because he was at, um, you know, State Ohio State. You committed, yeah, I was, yep. yeah, so I studied a lot of him. Um, and then just in terms of taking the ball, I'm not going to say old dude that just popped on the horizon this year, um, okay. Diggs, but I am going to say Xavier Howard. Okay, yeah, I go offense, with him yeah. just because of his ability to take the ball. You remember the season where he had 10 picks? Yes. That's what that was one of my goals for this season. Mm. I want to have interceptions, interceptions, and more interceptions because mm. um 
Yes. Everybody, you know, Isn't everybody can take a get paid off. You have, like, mentioning the <laughs> 10 picks, and, and I remember, like I said, I don't really know him personally, but, like I said, it, it's some guys, like, you can't help but to hear these guys' name because every weekend, it's like, this guy is always getting a pick. It's yeah. a fumble recovery. Yeah. It's always something unique about guys that you are always... You have to put it out there. You but have they're to always around it. the ball. You have to live it. <laughs> and they're always around the ball. I'm like, yo, like I, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, when I was in Buffalo, uh, uh, he was a defensive back or safety or whatever. But it was like week after week. It, it, it was either a pick... It's like Peter uh, Tillman. Like he was all, he's oh, yeah. always all, punching yeah, out. Always find a way. He find a way. Go find a way. I think you guys remember Jerry's Bird. Wilson? I think it was Jerry's Jerry yeah. Bird. And he went to the Titans. Yeah. 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 He, he, when about, I was yeah. at Buffalo, dude, he went a stretch of weeks, man, where it was like he was intercepting the ball. He was fumble recovery, forced fumble. It was a Some guys got a knack for the ball. Yeah, it was like it's so crazy, man. That it's so unique that some guys have a gift and just 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 a unique talent. And yeah. innate ability to, to really just be around the, the ball at the, the ball. right time. Especially yeah. on the Rod Wilson? Rod Wilson? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Rod, I played Rod ever. later wow. on in my career. Yeah, I used, yeah. So I used to study him. Steelers. Met him at a Hall of Fame camp, and then from then on, I was like just studying him. I'm like, wow, this is one of the greats. Like, one of the best ever. Yeah. Absolutely. So I used to study him as well. He's honorary mention. I, I could probably put him above, like, of course, like three or four of the corners on yeah. my in, in my you know list. You just, but I'm just new, and I got to go with the guys that I'm seeing <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, that's <laughs> all right. You mentioned time. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, you yeah. can't. He, you said, you, he, I, he said I, you didn't I, mention Deion Sanders, but it don't. Deion it's Sanders. his list. It's his list. I get that, but I, it's his list. He's, but the, he's, he's, he's the greatest. Me as a historian of the game. That don't mean that's not his list. I can give you some reasoning now. Okay, break it down. Prime. <laughs> that was some prime antics right there. <laughs> Come on. That's what it was. I met him, so I was, I was, you know, I he met went him to the camp. Right. So I think he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. You know, yeah, just in I terms of his ability to do everything, one of the fastest. But I've studied this film in detail. I think um, some of the technical things, some of the things that he it was, did. It was very unorthodox. You know, it was point. just like only Prime could do it. And he would say that. I yes. That's what Prime do. You know, yes. And only he could do certain things. And so with me being one of the guys that's super technical and super into the details mm. of the game and understanding technique and stuff, studying some of that film and studying some of the things that the lack thereof, like the tackling and things that's like a that. Great I'm like, answer. you know, that's, that's, you know. I respect that. That's you a know, great answer. Yeah, I that's think a great answer. That boy, but overall, like this if was a lawyer too, huh? <laughs> 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 Oh, but now, if we had to, you know, if the question was framed of like, if we have to, you know, choose a corner to go guard this guy, you know, over then it's a whole different game, answer. It's a whole different. Oh, he would be in that fight because, dang, Prime might take the ball twice now if they try him. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a, that, that's how I think about the whole basketball debate with MJ, LeBron, and Kobe. And yeah. it's MJ, Kobe, and then LeBron oh, for me. Nah, yeah, that's gonna start an argument with me. <laughs> what? I mean, it's not even Kobe. No, it's not even an argument. No, it's MJ, Kobe, and LeBron. But to it's your point, I, I I think the same way. When you talk about Dion being like one of the greatest athletes. LeBron's one that's, of the, that's the greatest, greatest athletes. athletes. Yeah, I put him how, in a whole other... Yeah, yeah exactly. Facts. That's how I see LeBron. And people don't basketball. understand that, but they feel like, yo, yeah, like, their basketball IQ, like, he has that. Yeah. But like you said, when you talk about, like, Dion, it's like, yo, you don't want to try this guy. That's real. You don't want to try Mike. You don't want to try Mike, and you don't want to try Kobe. Facts, because if you get him into that, then now they're going to take it's it to the extreme. Come and now, on, now it's a whole, but come I feel on, like boy. Yeah. Yes. Hey, but hey, I'm yes. right LeBron is a great Ooh, athlete now, but yeah, right there's here. certain things up top that Kobe and, uh, and, and, Kobe MJ. and MJ, it was just way different. Yeah, way Already. different. The mental toughness that, yeah. you know, love LeBron, but he's a freak athlete, and he's probably the freakiest of yeah, all time. Yeah, exactly. Right. That is 
Certain things he didn't. I didn't think he had the same killer instinct as Kobe. There you go. The ability. Yeah. Nah. There all you of that. Nah, you see it. Thing. You yeah, see yeah, it how we yeah, see yeah, it. Easy, easy. That's how we see it. That's how we do it. Oh, <laughs> get your popcorn ready. <laughs> we well, you think it? We gonna say it. Already. We <laughs> you appreciate you coming out, man. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Man, appreciate y'all having me. Y'all can yes, find sir. me on social media, Clark Phillips twenty one. Oh, Instagram, I'm gonna go right Twitter. now. I'm going right now. I, I wait for you. My IG just got Clark, hacked, so I can't guard my IG Clark right 21. now. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. There it is. See y'all next week. Get your popcorn ready podcast. Clark that Phillips 2L? the third. Yeah, yeah. Holla. Yeah. Peace.